The following podcast is taken from a live broadcast on Inspire FM. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to Inspire FM. We hope you have a one you've had a wonderful week. You are currently listening to Community Connect. I'm joined with Abdul Subhan. Assalamualaikum Abdul, how are you? Waalaikum salam, I'm not too bad. How are you doing today? Um, very nervous. Um, as a lot of you may know, we're collecting our GCSE results tomorrow. And me and Abdul are pretty much nervous for X at the moment. And do you know what the worst part is? It's not even the fact that tomorrow is the result day that's nerve-wracking. It's the anticipation. It's the fact that we don't know what to expect. I think that's the worst part about it. Yeah, I think it's really going to kick in to probably tomorrow morning when I go online, check the grade boundaries... Then I start going panics. I don't even think I want to check the grade boundaries because it just makes me more nervous to think about, oh, what if I didn't get it in that mark? What if I didn't reach that uh, certain milestone? It's just too nerve-wracking to think about. So do you think you'll be going on to shutdown, complete shutdown until you get your envelope? Yeah, I'm going to stay off social media, stay off everything because everyone's going to be talking about it. I think a few people already have been. Everyone's been popping up about it. They said, oh, oh how, how do you think you did? Are you ready for result day? And have you had that phrase said to you, are you ready for result day? I've had, are you ready for result day? But the one I hate the most is, what do you think you've got? Oh I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to go there. We'll just see, we'll just see when the day comes. Yes, it's so, it's not that we're annoyed that people are asking this. It's that it triggers a response inside yeah. us. Because then it makes you start second guessing yourself right? what, 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 what did I actually care <laughs> what did I and then you start going panicking even more alright uh, we thought we have a great show lined up for you today our first topic being the scariest parts of growing up and our futures and we also have a second topic after the break which will be about how seasons affect us please be free to text or whatsapp in on 07 9844 sorry 948 uh, and send us your opinions during the show. Also, we are live on Facebook, so be sure to watch and listen there, inshallah. Repeats on our show will be on Saturday at 8pm. Uh, and we now have our own Community Connect podcast up and available for, uh, for all our recent shows. So let's just jump straight into the topic. Alright, so today is Wednesday 21st of August and tomorrow is Wednesday 22nd of August. So we just, we're literally less than a day, if you think about it, it's only about... 14 no about 15 16 hours left until our result day uh, and then we'll be in the hall waiting and we decided to base the first topic around generally that sort of aspect of careers and going into our future and that's why the topic is growing up uh, of what we think of growing up and of our futures so Akib I would like to ask you the first question uh, not about GCSEs. I'm not going to ask you what you got, <laughs> um, what you think you got. Uh, the question is, where do you want to go? Like, what what route do you plan on going down in the next few years? So, inshallah, after I get my GCSEs, hopefully they are the results I hope for. Inshallah, I'll make dua for you. Um, and after that, I hope to go to sixth form and study A-level biology, chemistry, maths, and then inshallah go into medicine. Going to medicine, wow. Have you thought about the sort of job you want to get? Um, I would like to become a GP eventually. Inshallah, all the best for you. And what about you, Abdul? Me, um, it's a little more complicated than that. Because as of now, I like over the past few years, my my intentions have changed for uh, when I was literally used to be, when I say little, it was literally year six around the corner. I used to want to become an inventor, create something new, uh, which is similar to an engineer if you like but then as i grew up i realized oh computers are the way from forward for me i thought it technician but now i as i realized there's more and more jobs out there it gets a little more complicated and i get confused as to what i really want to go into so for now i believe it's just going into the field of computer science and it so if i was to uh, tell you my path i would think that i would want to go to uh, college first of all, I would I would take I do I would put the utmost effort I can into doing as well as I can in college, and because those because from what I've heard from a couple of uh, ex college students, they've said that college is uh, to some extent harder than uni 
so it it can be pretty daunting at first and that's why i want to put as much effort in after that i plan on going to university and i my my intention is inshallah that i go to oxford university because i've got high hopes i want to do as 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 well as i can and i've heard that oxford is one of the best unis to be to be fair it's in the russell group which is one of the top uni group and after that i'm not really sure it just goes dark from there not really sure what i want to focus in to be honest well inshallah you do get to oxford and you hopefully work out where you want to go from there <laughs> inshallah um so uh i was going to ask you next question what do you think you're going to get in your results no no that's not, that's not the idea. <laughs> i'm joking i'm joking uh i'm going to say um what sort of problems do you think are going to be in f- do you think you're going to be facing as you go down your route like what sort of issues do you think are the major ones that could sidetrack you so obviously the next step uh, in our education path is college and i do think a lot of people underestimate what college is going to be like because obviously only in college for two years and that's a very sh- short space of time and if you count into count uh, in uh, you know UK- ucas forms uh, uk cat tests and all of that sort of stuff you'll be doing more towards the start of the second year i believe I think so. it's quite a short space t- space of time to gear up for your A levels, and although you are doing less subjects, or uh, say if you B takes, if you're doing less sub, although you're doing less subjects, the in this is still very intense, mm-hmm. and I do think a lot of people underestimate that, and they think after GCSEs, it, it might get easier. But I've heard from a lot of people that is if anything you need to work even harder when you do get to that level. It's interesting that you make that point. I was actually thinking about it the fact that it's only two years if you compare how long we've been high in high school for five years that's a long time and it's the longest time we'll ever spend in any uh educational place for a while to be honest and and depending on uni courses etc but this that's probably the most likely most likely the longest place you've ever been in in a un in a education center throughout your life uh, fair enough there is primary school where you might have had a joint primary school where you go from reception to year 6 but for me I had a infant and a junior school which went from reception to year 2 and then separately year 3 to year 6 so that was only about 3 years and then another 4 years so if you and even and that was a long time ago so you might have been completely different then so high school is essentially the longest time period we have had to enjoy our lives in that education system because now is where all the heavy work starts if you like and uh, do you think you're ready for it um it's going to be a challenge but i do think i'm full prepared roughly because i know what to expect you know what to expect how so well i've, I've been the produced the, these summer holidays i've been doing nothing but just sort of panicking about college yeah. so lo- looking into it seeing what's basically to come so nothing in the next two years sort of takes me by surprise yeah i think uh i know a couple of people who've actually done that they've gone through the specifications for the subject so they decided oh this is going to be stuff which i fully don't understand this builds on previous knowledge i already have and generally i think for and that is probably the wisest way to approach it before you even know what you're going to be tackling i think for me the the worst part would be the fact that it's all unknown to you to some extent in the sense that uh, you have an unknown teacher an unknown building an unknown environment and you also have an unknown subject if you like because because this in college you have such a huge uh, spectrum of of like difficulties if you like and when it goes from easy to insanely hard and in fact i believe that some people have been saying that this year most of the a level examinations were insanely hard so the grade band we were low as low as 50% for an a in some subjects so i think the hardest part would be the fact that everything's unknown and it's completely different range of skill sets that you'll be able to need so what about you what what, what challenges do you think you might face uh, i think the biggest challenge would be that's a good question actually the biggest challenge for me would be the uh, the entire sense of learning if you like the fact the way the teachers won't be there to support you as much as they did in high school in high school you've had 
uh, you've had clubs, you've had after school sessions, you've had all of this stuff, and but and you've had a, a strict uh, six hour day of, of in our school six periods a day, and but in college is different because you don't get that much support as you do in high school. So I think that'd be a big challenge, especially the fact that it's a new spec now. So everything's much different now when you think about it. We have. Uh, and we have so we have limited resources, meaning we don't have as many past papers to look through because all the older past papers would be from a different specification, so we can't really rely on them as much as we can. So I think there's, there's also that that we should look into, and um, I just think that it's the whole sense of not being spoon fed as much anymore. I believe that's going to be a big issue, not just for me, but for a lot of high schoolers. I think. I think, especially for us coming from twenty boys. It's going to be a very different atmosphere because going to twenty boys, everyone's from the same area. You sort of really know a lot of people going into the school, and you're sort of in a way sort of cut off, cut off from everyone. If you if you understand, yeah, it's, it's sort of doesn't feel mm. so. It, it feels like a sort of closed environment. Yeah, and I and I think that I think it's going to be a big sort of reality check for a lot of boys. Who go to Chorney when they do get sixth form because Chorney uh, has that sort of close of the community. I feel that you're sort of just in your own world. You Fish. feel that? So, yes, yeah. I didn't really feel that until you mentioned it. But now that I think about it, it might be a huge reality check for some people. And how well do you think most people are going to be able to cope with it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> judging, judging of some of the maturity levels of some of the boys. Not not too good. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Inshallah, it goes good for them. Um, uh, I would like to ask you a question about. It's a really really distant question, and in, and it, you might change your mind at least fifty times before you reach this stage. But in fifty years, where do you think you'll be? How old will I be in fifty years? <laughs> Let me write that on that first. Uh, right. sixty-six. So I'll be sixty-six. Assuming oh. you're not dead, inshallah. <laughs> inshallah. Um, hopefully. Coming towards retirement, um, I think. What age do you retire? Sixty-four. Uh, um, I'm I'm not too sure. It's it's around that age, isn't it? Roughly. Yeah. So hopefully, coming to the end of retirement, having worked in medicine, having worked in medicine. Yeah. And how many jobs do you expect to go through? Oof, I I'm, I'm, I don't want to go through many jobs in the sense because I don't like changing and finding yeah. a new environment. Like going to sixth form. One thing that's really scary for me is it's going to be completely new. My form class can be different. Like in my my form class now, I've known these people Muslim up to something like year eight, year seven. Wow. I, I'm I'm okay. Like m- me and one of my friends were in the same form class. Well, Shakib actually, who was on the show, but had to go Pakistan. Yeah. <laughs> we were in the same form class from year seven right up till half year eleven. So I was sort of around people that always knew. Wow. But when I go sixth form now completely different so hopefully when i get older i don't have to change jobs too much because i don't like finding new surroundings because if i don't like once i get used to something i just want to stick at it yeah that's a good point and the thing is i i really dislike change in fact i i don't like to use the word often but i hate change i hate it to the point where i'll do anything i could to prevent it but as you grow older you realize that change is pretty much inevitable and sometimes it's fresh for the best as well. Sometimes it's for the best indeed. And I feel as if this is some sort of change that we need. It's something that we require in order to fully mature, if that makes sense. So, What about you? Where do you see yourself 50 years to come? In 50 years? Um, uh, that's a good question. In 50 years, I'll be expecting to have children, inshallah. And that's a pretty embarrassing subject to talk about, so I'll not go there. <laughs> but... But I would expect, at the least, to be able to. I'd be expect to be in a good condition. So I would have an appropriate amount of money left for retirement. I'd have a, a, an average mental health in the sense that I'd be happy with myself. I'd be content, and just generally the t- typical stereotype of old people being happy and going into re- into retirement, like you see in stories of how they lived happily ever after. I would expect something like that. But have you ever thought about, once you do into go into retirement, what do you have to do? Because you have no job to take up your day. 
other than praying five times a day, you have to kind of come up with new activities because you don't have to do anything repetitively all day long anymore. Well, actually, it's funny you say that because I was in the mosque today. And at the front, it was mainly people who were quite old and sort of around that retirement age. And it sort of had me thinking while I was sitting there, like, when I get older, maybe I would spend probably most of my time just sat in the mosque like a lot of other old people do. That's that's a good point, actually. You could just spend your time in the mosque. And do you think that's do you think that is a good way to spend your time? Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's a good place to be. It's a good and, place to be. Uh, when I was sitting there, um, I saw some of the old people. They, it was sort of like, um, not only was it just a good place to be, but they were also seeing some of their friends and sort of sitting next to each other. So it was a good chance for them to sort of, I guess, meet up and socialise. Because obviously when you're at that age, I doubt you're going to be using various social medias. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I think that's pretty incredible. The fact that after you go, or when you're about to go into retirement and you have all that free time, you can do pretty, you have the ability to do whatever you want. And then there's people who decide, you know what, I think I have the, now that I have the time, I'll go into learning more about my dean because I have the time now. And the worst part about going into retirement, I would say, is the fact that this is hypothetically speaking because I can't really tell now for myself. Is the fact that people have generally have less energy than they did as a teenager because right now we could feel like we could run down the road to the shop and run back, but when you get to old age, you start getting pains and it and it, and well, from what I've heard, you start getting pains and it just generally becomes harder to move around in as much. And do you think that could be a big barrier to stopping you from doing things? Yes, because. Obviously, the, uh, when you get to a certain age, physically, you won't be able to do certain things, and it's just practically impossible. Um, mm-hmm. So I think it is a soft barrier, but you've also got to remember, at that age, you're unlikely to want to start playing football or join a sports team or do something like that. That's true. Your priorities are likely to change. So I guess it maybe may not be a problem when you do eventually get to that sort of older age right um i think now we should stop speaking hypothetically because we've not even reached the age of 20 and we're already thinking about being 66 i think for now we just need to worry about for tomorrow (laughs) yeah Uh, so let's go back into the past a few years when you were younger let's say roughly uh, let's say year one year two that sort of age did you have any did you ever think about Oh, when I'm big, I want to do this. When I'm big, I want to do that. Did you have any goals in mind for the future when you were at a young age? Can't say I remember, to be honest. Um, no, I don't, I don't think I... I don't think I did. I know, I actually did used to want to be a news round presenter. A news round presenter? For about a week, that was one of my inspirations. A week? That was <laughs> short-lived. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, I can't really remember having any sort of fixed things on uh, this is what I want to do. I think for me, I wanted to become an event, an inventor for quite a while. So I would randomly decide to dis- break some of my biro pens and then stick some other biro pens and other springs and whatnot, other components into this and say, look, this is my invention. This is what I made. <laughs> I don't know if I did that to take up time or if I was just practicing for my, for my invention career in the future. But... I think that's generally what I wanted to be because I decided, oh, there's so many things that I could have in my life that would make it so much easier. But then as you grow up, you realize those aren't really necessarily things that you do anymore, so you don't need anything else in your life. But I don't know, I I feel as if that was pretty much the only thing that stuck. But there was, from what I, my parents have been telling me, when I was younger, I used to, let's say, I think I was five or six in reception sort of age, I wanted to become a... Uh, a superhero so like you know do you remember that one show lazy town oh yes yes yeah i remember lazy a, town it was a really old show and it was my favorite childhood show without a doubt and my mom used to tell me well she tells me now that when i was younger i would want to become the the superhero Laz- uh, sporticus and i don't remember it but now that i think about it that's the most noblest aspiration i've ever had <laughs> <laughs> to become a, a sporticus and if you 
if you break it down, it's, I suppose you could say it's almost like becoming an athlete to some extent, because that's what appealed to me, the fact that he was able to do all these backflips and all these cool things. Now that I think about it, it was still pretty cool, the fact that he was able to do all these flips and whatnot. But I feel like we need that change. We didn't realise it, and it was so subtle in our life, but we had that change of what we wanted to do when we grew older. Like, you decided that you want to become a, a pre- news round presenter after a while that changed, and you didn't realise. So I feel like when change comes subtly, it becomes much more bearable and easy to manage. But then when you realise it, it just becomes more unbearable, if that makes sense. Yeah. What, um, in your past, what has been the time where you felt sort of a lot of stress during over a period of time? I think that would probably be most recently because the as much like I I feel shame to admit it the, my GCSEs weren't as as stressful they weren't the most stressful in, uh, time in my life in fact it was my mocks for my GCSEs which didn't really contribute too much if anything at all and I felt as if they were really stressful because these were the first times we were doing mocks and I didn't know what to expect and I felt as if they were really important and then I suppose it's generally the fact that I overthought everything and I felt as if everything that I was about to do in these moments was going to have an impact and I think that's generally the most stressful time it was a few stressful weeks and you would have the you'd be stressed because you sometimes you might have had three exams in one day sometimes you might have had one but you'd never have zero exams I hate that you never got zero exams in one day and it would just become so unbearable because you have, oh, I have to revise for this exam, but then I've got this one on the next day. And then it was that time management, which I lacked back then. And that kind of made me stressed out because it was like, oh, I've reached a dead end now. I've, there's nothing I can do. And it just made me panic a lot, I guess. What about you? What's been the most, most stressful time for you? The, I'd say the first few weeks of when I started high school. I remember every night I would go into panic, go into a panic thinking, right, have I got this signed? Have I got this done? Have I got this piece of homework done? Have I got everything done? And because I, I was new to school, I wanted to make the best impression possible. Right. Best impression, impression, best best impression possible. You got the Indian. I got, got the finally, <laughs> um, because I was just always ner- nervous about what other people might think, and because it was a new school, I was also nervous because I didn't really know all the teachers as well. Mm-hmm. Say when I got to C eleven, I knew all the teachers really well. All the teachers knew me well, and. It was sort of that sort of bond, I guess. You yeah, yeah. Can close and um, I knew that on the safety piece of homework, I knew what that teacher was expecting me to do for that homework. Yeah. Whereas for when I was in year seven, I was brand new. I didn't really have, I didn't really have that awareness of the high school. That's true. So, say for that first few weeks, I got really nervous about sort of high school, especially my first few days. But over a while, I became used to it and sort of became a routine. That that's and that's incredible because now that I don't know you just have that effect on me where you <laughs> make me do realize on these things which I'd never really thought about. But if you think about it, year seven was probably one of the most stressful years because you're in a new environment. There's that change aspect again. But then when you go to year eight, you I would argue year eight is probably the most relaxed year because you're not new to the school anymore. You know everyone. You know the teachers for at least a year and that's enough to build a decent relationship and then this is the year before your GCSE starts so you don't have any stresses to worry about so I would think that the fact that you it's pretty much freedom to be honest I think it depends say for how teachers treat you I think year 11 is say the most relaxed one because I think that's when teachers have built you build that trust with the teachers and they sort of are willing to listen to your sort of side I guess, because mm-hmm. um, in high school, I felt that when you were younger, the teachers would sort of say, it's my way or no way. Mm-hmm. But when you got to year 11, a lot of teachers, especially the ones you wouldn't expect it from when you were younger, were actually willing to compromise with you yeah, and sort of treated you more like an adult. So I say in that aspect, in terms of the way teachers uh, treat the pupils, year 11 was more of a relaxed, more uh, less stressful atmosphere in that regard. That's true. I've... That's actually a really good point because in, you've had you've known teachers for the ones who have stuck around for about five years and you've grown up as a person so you don't have 
you've kind of gained the experience of how to meet teachers and get used to their styles etc and when you think about it when all your colleagues around you they won't be there forever right so and you and you have to make new colleagues at some point or another and i suppose just that's just part of progressing in life meeting people and having to get not drop get rid of them necessarily just kind of lose touch with them and i ask everyone to make do for us because we mainly because we have our results tomorrow and and it's a really stressful time to think about essentially because we have that change in us as peers people we've had we it's it's annoying because we've gone through the stressful time period but the anticipation for the results is more stressful than the actual examinations themselves and so join us after the break when we will be talking about how seasons affect us uh stay tuned slamaikum you're listening to an inspire fm podcast making available our popular programs from our daily broadcast on inspire fm Assalamu alaikum welcome back to community connect um so just before the sh- uh, break sorry we were talking about what is our sort of phase towards the future and what we plan to do in the future abdul do you just want to quickly summarize what we were talking about all right so before the break we were talking about uh generally how we see ourselves in the future and how we used to see ourselves in the past i think we 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 came up to the i the few key points of how change is sometimes inevitable but it's also really good for us and we don't realize it sometimes and we came up with other ideas that uh, we have generally when we when we get time we should spend our time in places like the mosque and and do good activities because we have the time especially after retirement that's the key sort of area that we decided would be that when you have the most time essentially So second topic we're going to be talking about the seasons um and how they change and how they affect us. But before we do that, I can you know I'm going to do the numbers. The numbers. So you can call us on 01582481822 or you can text and what or WhatsApp us on 0777948182. And Akib still hasn't come around to memorizing them because hardly any of you message us and I keep get sad so he neglects them so if you guys messaged or called then I would have an incentive to to try and try and learn them and but uh, and we are also on Facebook live and we've got three likes so far so that's let's aim for five towards the end of the show inshallah we can get five likes um and we also have our um podcast up and running now so you can find them on Apple podcast and put on Spotify so we're on the main platforms now you can we're going to be going we're going to be going becoming famous now and you have to help us become famous please so uh let's get into the second topic how seasons affect affect us so akib what's your favorite season summer summer yeah no no wait, hang on i didn't think about that winter since sorry winter winter right i lost you i in I, actually briefly briefly tell us why why because night time you can actually sleep and it isn't you don't feel so so clummy and you're able you you feel much more relaxed right what about I, you i think for me it's autumn because it's not as cold as winter but i also don't like the heat that much so autumn's pretty much the balance between the heat and the cold you could say that the same about a spring but spring's slightly more hotter so Well it should be hotter but this is in the UK where generally the weather is not always accurate to the season. Although saying that it is getting hot due to climate change. Recently we experienced the hottest day. What day of was it the year of was it the year or was it the hottest it, June ever recorded? One of the hottest June ever recorded was the hottest yeah day of this decade something like that something along those lines but it was an achievement because of how hot it was it was around 39 degrees celsius um, 39 i thought it was 33 it, it varies yeah. <laughs> based on but it was hot it was hot <laughs> that's the conclusion <laughs> it was hot <laughs> but yeah generally we uh, so i suppose we generally me and you generally more toward the colder side between 
or winter and August. Guess uh, we need someone here. If only we had someone here who could call us on the numbers and tell us why they like spring or summer. Then that would be great. And that's meant to be the audience's cue to call in. We should have callers buzzing in right now, but we don't have anyone. Um, so, uh, let, how about this? We go through all the seasons. Well, say what's good and bad about them. And we'll see generally why we think this is good, this is bad. And uh, we'll start off with... Actually, that's a good point. Where should we start off from? Sorry, I was talking, making a mental point to myself. Should we start from winter? Since that is sort of the first... Is that the first year of the year? Is that the first season of the year or is it the last? Because it kind of... fits into both. It fits into the... We'll start with spring. We'll start with spring. But that's an interesting point. Is it the first season of the year or is it the last season of the year? Win- winter is both. Would you class it as both? Yeah. I, I suppose I would class it more as the first because... It go if it's more into January and February. But then you often s- associate winter with the the December time. That's true. You do associate with that, and January and February don't really seem as cold as they used to as well. So yeah. So yeah, we'll start with spring. Um, so you tell me what do you find good about spring. Um, it the the weather's mild. It, it's it's not not too hot, not too cold. You can go outside in it. Um, and I don't know really. I don't know. I like spring because of how the main thing is that it's not hot. It's not extent. Uh, it's not burning hot. It's not to the point where you die just by being inside with the windows open. I think that's the main thing. But one thing I really don't like about it is the fact that the sun can be shining down sometimes. Oh, I don't like the pollen. This year I haven't suffered from hay fever as much, but usually. I, I, I'm not a big fan of pollen at all. Well, you have hay fever. Yeah, but um, this year it wasn't so bad. But in previous years, I remember certain classes, my nose would just, just go. And yeah, I, I'm not, not a big fan of spring in that sense. Yeah, that's true. That is a big point for people who have hay fever. Because spring is essentially the season of life when all the plants start growing again. We, and I think that's another good point. The fact that you have all the scenery around. You have, like, you see all the leaves growing on the trees and all these nice flowers come out again. I, I like the pictures. The pictures just look really nice to me, I think. Um, let's move on to summer. What, what, what do you think about summer? Despise it. You despise it? Yeah. Wow. Right now. Uh, okay, so right now, it's, it's, this summer especially has been a sort of really confusing one. <laughs> it has been really confusing. This other day, it was boiling cold. I walked out. I was like, oh, I can't do this. I have to go back inside. Uh, and then it's five minutes later it's raining and then within 20 minutes it's back sunny again <laughs> i don't understand so it's it's been very confusing um but i'm usually i'm not a big fan of summer because i'm i i, I don't like the heat at all because yeah. night time it's just you you can't get any sleep you have to have a fan on but that then you can't sleep because of the noise and it, and it just ruins your sleeping pattern, and yeah, I'm not not a big fan. Of yeah, one. you've. It seems like if you have a lot of troubles with. Yeah, summer. Su- summer is not my, not my thing at all. Even though I'm, I'm born in summer, but I'm, I'm not a big fan of summer. You were born in summer. Yeah. I th- I think I was born in winter. It's odd because I don't like winter too much. I'll get into that later. But I like summer for some reasons because, or uh, once again, there's all the nice scenery out there. It's and that's when flowers and trees re- reach their peak. They are like the the largest they'll ever be for the rest of the year. I like how you can capture all these nice pictures. But the best bit is the sunrise and sunset. They look amazing. And I have have this hobby of taking pictures of the sunrise and sunset. I think, I don't know, I'm just weird like that. I just take pictures of of the sunrise and the sky whenever I get the chance. I'd be like, oh, this looks nice. And I I really like how beautiful it looks like you see all the gradient in the sky uh, and i'm going into too much detail here but generally i think the view is really nice but the the main point which ibrahim would mention if he was here is the fact that you get to have all the nice foods like m- mango he said mango especially last time he loves mango and this is the perfect season for them because they become so it, they become so grown they grow so much around this time 
And so do watermelon and I love watermelon. What about you, Akib? I like watermelon, but the thing about watermelon is I find that when you have it, it gets gets kind of messy. As in the water gets sort of everywhere and uh, what what you start off thinking, oh, okay, so be a quick, quick little bit of fruit, turns into first I've got to cut it, then I've got to have it and then, it's, it, and then you've got the seeds. It becomes too much effort. Do you not eat the seeds? Oh, no. No? No. Uh, I remember there used to be the rumor that, oh, if you eat the seeds, you'll have a watermelon growing inside of you. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. But I, I, like, I don't find watermelon that messy to eat because in what we do in my house is we generally cut it up the moment we get it and we leave it in a box inside the fridge so that way it stays cold and it stays cut up. Which way do you eat it? Do you cut it into slices or do you cut it into small little squares? Cut into slices and but then have it. Slices become hard to eat if you like. I prefer cutting them into squares and then just eating them like that because you could pick them up like little pieces, put them in your mouth and it, it it's less messy. I would recommend that. You should try that. I'll try that next summer. <laughs> next summer? Why not this we're, summer? We're coming towards in the end of summer. So. It doesn't mean you can't buy watermelon while we still have the time. I mean, it's not exactly really hot, but it's not really cold either. So, uh, that's it. Hey, what, you're trying to trick me. Hey, you're not, no, not going to remember next summer. <laughs> <laughs> you need to pull the fast one on me there. Um, so, yeah, that's summer. Uh, and autumn, my favorite season. I really like autumn because... Of the, I don't know. I'm just really all about the view. I like how the the leaves on the trees turn all crispy and orange, and some in some cases brown. But we don't talk about them. And and one thing I like about autumn: the leaves on the floor and then the sound you make when you step on them. The crunching sound. Yeah, until it rains, then the rain ruins it. Uh, but because then it gets so soggy. But when they all day and you put your foot, oh yeah, that's very satisfying. Especially when you when people gather them up into one specific area, like they make a pile of leaves to keep it out of the footpath, and then you decide to step in it. Either either you like uh, either it feels really nice or it feels really soggy. That and I really like how the sound. The sound that's a good point actually. Uh, but if there's one thing I dislike is when it rains, the leaves become all soggy and it becomes really uncomfortable to step in. I don't know. I don't know what happens to the leaves, but somehow they get a little bit stuck in your foot, and it becomes really uncomfortable. What about you? What do you like and dislike about autumn? One thing, mm, uh, it's it's not as hot, obviously coming from summer, but I think I don't dis I I dislike the um, rain. Rain seems more frequent during autumn, mm-hmm. and I'm not a big fan of rain at all. But other than that, it's just. Just sort of like a worse winter, really. <laughs> a worse winter. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I like. I was usually I would despise the rain and hate getting wet. But re- in recent times, when I would randomly when I'm get bored, I would open my window while it was raining, and then just peer through. Watch will the rain fall down? It's just really satisfying to me nowadays. I don't know why. It just feels really. It just feels nice to hear the rain. And get closer to nature if you like, uh, but uh, if but I don't like how you can't go out in because of the rain. That's that gets pretty annoying at, at times. And um, let's move on to your favorite season. Go on. Right, it's winter. Now, thing about winter is, it's sort of the perfect time of temp- uh, sort of t- sorry, can't get my words out. Perfect climate if you like, because. You can, the thing about it being cold is you can always put more layers on to keep you warm. Mm-hmm. But when it's hot, you, there's only a certain number of layers you can take. You can't take off your skin. Mm. You, gonna, <laughs> you, 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 If you're hot, you're hot. And there's there's no way of sort of getting rid of it unless you have like 20 fans on you and you're stand, sitting right next to them. And even then, there's the noise yeah, from the fan. exactly. So it always just gets annoying. But with winter, there's none of that problems. And also with winter, you appreciate being calm a lot more. Because it's a lot, it's nice and warm in your house. You know, put the heater on, put the heating on, and it it, it sort of creates that more homely feel. Yeah. Whereas in does. summer, you've all got the windows open, and all the doors it doesn't really have that sort of enclosure. Yeah. Um, food in winter is, it tastes a lot better when because it, it's warm. It tastes you, a lot better because when it, when you get food and it's nice and warm, 
in summer you're not going to really appreciate that but winter you definitely do because you say you just come in from walking say from school and it's been freezing cold and you get come back home you're gonna and then say you have say a bowl of soup for example mm-hmm. and it's, that's warm you're going to appreciate that a lot more that's a good point i didn't think about it that way and also it gets darker in winter mm-hmm. so it could be five o'clock but it looks like it's 10 so it feels a lot i i personally quite i enjoy that much more i i dislike that because it means that i'll have to be home earlier so i can avoid the dark i don't really like walking in the dark no i, I quite enjoy that then you get snow Although, well, <laughs> last few years have been snowing, but it's really confusing the weather in Britain. But <laughs> I, I enjoy the snow. You get snowball fights. You can get building snowmen. It's interesting you say that, because with all this weather, I remember talking to my parents about it. They were like, oh, about 20 years ago or so, the weather was absolutely perfect. It would be sunny in summer and and snowing in winter. But I, I kind of crave... I kind of desire to be in that time period when the season would be pretty much in sync. But now it's... Be, be what they tell you instead of <laughs> sort of just saying, oh yeah, it's going to be really hot today and then it starts raining. <laughs> yeah, I, I suppose that's a really big thing for me because it kind of ruins your plans sometimes. Like recently I had a picnic with my family the other day. There was the issue of, oh, should we go or should we not? It's been, it's been raining and then it's been sunny and then it's been raining again. But we decided to go ahead, and alhamdulillah, it didn't rain, so we kind of lucked out there. And then, but I generally don't like how the weather changes, especially recently. Have you noticed in the last few weeks when it would be sunny and then raining and then sunny again? Yeah, you end up waking up not knowing what to wear when you go out. (laughs) Should I wear my jacket? Then you think, okay, it's raining at the moment, I'll wear my jacket. Five minutes later, it's sunny and you're boiling. So it's just really sort of confusing i guess i think generally for me i wear the same outfit outfit regardless of the season if it would be it could be summer i would still wear my hoodie because it, <laughs> it matches my outfit and even though i'm not one to care as much about of my or about my outfit and, and choice of clothing it would always be the same thing and i wouldn't want to ruin that uh that ruin the constant hobby that habit that i have of wearing the same thing I feel like clothing in winter is better though, because you have more of a choice. In summer, it's literally a t-shirt and uh, jogging bottoms for me, because mm-hmm. it gets too hot. But in winter, you can wear hoodies, you can wear jackets, jeans. You can, sw- you can switch it up. You can wear a lot more. <laughs> you can switch it up, but in but I don't I don't know which feeling do you like more. Do you like feeling clammy in summer, or do and really sweaty, or do you feel or do you like feeling? I I say like, but I mean, which one do you hate less? Do you hate feeling extremely cold or extremely hot? I hate, I I hate feeling extremely hot more because you can you can't really get rid of that. Mm-hmm. You you're still gonna feel really sweaty regardless of what you do unless you're sitting in a room full of air conditioning. Yep. But with if you're really cold, come home, sit from the heater, warm up, you're fine. Uh, regardless about that, when while you're feeling extremely hot, would you be able to bear that more? Than the feeling of being cold. No. 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 Because it it just gets too much, and I feel like it goes to your head. And yeah. You get dizzy and dizzy spells, etc. Whereas when it's cold, you're not gonna. I don't know. You don't really feel that sense of it becoming overwhelming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And your senses are still sort of um, all intact, I guess. Yeah. And you're not really becoming. You know, there's less chance of you saying fainting or something like that, and it's and it's literally just that you're cold. But when you will, when it's hot, you know, there's possibly a few stroke, and it just becomes sort of sometimes too much. I think sometimes it does become too much indeed. I agree with you there, and I suppose that's why we're more towards the colder side. Um, I'm going to ask you, uh, which food do you think would be the best to have in winter? Because in summer you have more things like ice cream and all those cold foods. Because they're really enjoyable. And there's mangoes and melons and watermelons. They become much more enjoyable in summer because of the fact that they're cold and they have water and all and whatnot and the taste. But in winter, what would you call the key winter sort of food? Key winter food. Um, phew, uh, hot chocolate. 
Hot chocolate, definitely. That's a key one. Yeah. Um, what else is a key winter food? Anything, I guess, you can have hot straight straight once it's made. Mm-hmm. Because ideally, that's what you want when it's cold. You want something to sort of warm you up. So, I guess not so much fried food. Actually, maybe fried, well, I don't know. Maybe stuff like soups, stuff like that. Stuff like soup. I think... I don't. I'm. I don't know. I'm not really a fan of soup. Uh, and even though winter would be really good to have, I'm not really a fan of soup because it just feels like I'm drinking tasty, tasty, uh, like spicy water. I'd, I'm not a fan of soup too much, if I think about it. But for me, I think in winter, stuff like uh, you get fish fingers, fish meat, which you can get fresh, and specifically meat like chicken, is really. It's much more tastier when it's cold. I I don't know. I think I'm just weird like that, but that's my preference. Um, I was going to say, uh, in seasons like autumn. Well, I say seasons like autumn. In autumn, what would you be? Do you have to change your routine up for the rain? Because in winter it doesn't rain as much. It's just generally cold and possibly snowy. But in autumn, you know, you have the rain coming out much more. Have you noticed that it's much more rainy in autumn, or do you think that it's more rainy in winter? I think it's more rainy in autumn. In autumn, right? Yeah. And do you think that um, the rain has a huge impact on your day? I'll be honest with you, I don't go out much. I only go out when it's more towards late at night, so no, <laughs> no not really for me. Not really. Um, that's. I'll agree with you. I'll have to... And say the same thing to be honest because I don't really go out that much in uh, in at all to be honest and so the rain isn't a huge issue for me but generally when I see the rain I don't really feel as happy because I, I think there's some science behind it do you know about that the the sun giving you like I think the vitamin D which you need otherwise you become sadder during the day or something I, like that I've, I've heard about that I'm not. I'm not sure if it's true or not, but I remember my geography teacher in year seven telling me about that. So, oh, it might be true, but I don't know. I I generally, even though I don't like the sun being out, I don't really like the clouds being in the way either. It's like there's no balance in between. Yeah. But uh, that's just me being picky about the seasons. Um, in winter, I would have to disagree with winter being the best season because, uh, you, I suppose is. There's always that constant feeling of not wanting to get out of bed. That's key because getting out of bed is pretty much the the sign that you're ready to start your day. But in winter, it's so cold, you don't really feel like getting out of bed. Don't you feel that? I th- I, th- I would regard that as a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> and plus, it's easy to sleep. I find it's easy to sleep when it's slightly more chill- chilly than it is when it's more hotter. Because yeah, you can always put extra blanket on to g- get you to sleep, but when it's too hot, there's nothing you can do. No, but don't you feel that when the blankets are thicker, it's harder to move around with it and it, and it wakes yeah, you up that's, more? Yeah, that's part. No, that doesn't wake you up more. That keeps you in place and it just allows you to sort of doze off and sleep. Enough. I find it, I find it more easy to sleep during winter. It's easier to sleep with like a heavy quilt, for example. Yeah, well, if you if you need it, then yeah. And like, if it doesn't make you too hot, mm-hmm. then yeah. But I don't, I don't know, because with a, something like a quilt, I'm the sort of person that wakes up in the middle of the night randomly, and then it's like 2 o'clock, and then I close my eyes, and then somehow I, I wake up again at 4. But I find when I keep a quilt on, it just generally keeps me... It doesn't keep me... It doesn't keep me asleep. It just wakes me up a bit more, so I, and I end up finding it harder to sleep because it's harder to move around, because I like to find comfortable positions every time I wake up in the middle of the night. But I don't know. I, I generally, I, I suppose that raises that raises another question. Do you prefer quilt or a blanket? Shall I be completely honest with you? No. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> what what is a quilt? A quilt is those. You know how you have those fluffy blankets, and then uh, it's like a fluffy white blanket, and then you wrap it right, with. Yeah, but I know you. I know you're not. <laughs> um, uh, I prefer those of a. Blankets. Blankets are just the furry things, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I prefer those are blankets. No, I prefer blankets because it depends it's on what sort. Th- I believe blankets are too thin. 
too thin, but you can wrap around it and close though. Nah, if it's cold, it's still still getting in. It, it depends on how tightly you wrap around it. Like I, you could wrap around like a mummy to some extent, but I don't like the blankets where you get two ply. We have like two layers of it because it just rubs on top of it, and the blank blanket ends up getting more messy. Do you sleep with the blanket underneath you and on top of you? Um, in winter, yes, but in summer, uh, half the time I'll be honest, it's not even on me. <laughs> Uh, and do you find and you said it's easier to sleep in winter, right? Yeah. But do you find that when in summer when you're awake for longer, do you feel more active because of the fact that the sun's out? No, I feel more sweaty and I feel like I want to stay indoors more. Really? Yeah. Well, with winter, I'm not afraid to go out because I'm thinking, well, it's only cold. What's it, it, it going to do? But <laughs> when when it's hot, I think okay, sun's going to be beaming beaming down on me. Maybe just staying indoors is probably the best option. So I end up just staying indoors and doing less. You <laughs> end up staying indoors. Uh, all right. Uh, I think we'll cut off there. And let's take your final thoughts. Like, why do you like winter so much? Just to recap. So, food tastes better in winter. You're able to, when it gets late, darker, earlier. So it feels like you're out later, which is sort of a good thing in my books. Um, you appreciate home more. You sort of have that more for homely feel. And uh, clothing, I think, is better in winter. And overall, there's, I think there's more things to do in regards to winter because in summer, it's literally just, you know, you go to the park, play football, you end up getting sweaty, you have to come home, have to have a shower and so on. And it just gets too much. But winter, it's not really the case. All right. Uh, well, thank you for that. Um, Jazakallah for listening to our show because we are coming down to the last 10 seconds. Uh, we are on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and we have repeats every Saturdays at 8pm. So as always, stay tuned. Salam alaikum. Community Connect, connecting the community. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Why not tune in to our live stream at inspirefm.org and follow and subscribe to our social media platforms at Inspire FM Luton.